Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Mark. friends and faithful listeners, happy Tuesday, and thank you for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast with your host, Jen. Today we are in the New Testament of the Bible because today is Tuesday. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do a New Testament episode. So today we are in Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 34. I will be reading out of the WEB version as I always do, but please feel free to read out of whatever version you prefer to read out of unless you are commuting to work or whatever you're doing. If you're doing chores, just go ahead and listen along as I read this and as we discuss the Bible together. Grab your cup of coffee and let's go ahead and start. He said to them, Is the lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it put on a stand? For there is nothing hidden except that it should be made known. Neither was anything made secret, but that it should come to light. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. He said to them, Take heed what you hear. With whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you, and more will be given to you who hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away from him. He said, God's kingdom is as if a man should cast seed on the earth and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow, though he doesn't know how. For the earth bears fruit by itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the fruit is ripe, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. He said, how will we liken God's kingdom? Or with what parable will we illustrate it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, though it is less than all the seeds that are on the earth, yet when it is sown, grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs, and puts out great branches, so that the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. Without a parable he didn't speak to them, but privately to his own disciples he explained everything. So Mark is basically talking about all of Jesus's parables that he's speaking to all of the people. And he starts by talking about uh, the the parable with the seed, like we talked about with uh, Michelle and Shay the other day on Thursday. But uh, now he's talking about these other parables, and he mentions, I think, four more here. And so he talks about the lamp. So imagine if you bought a really nice lamp because you needed a lamp, and you went over to the store and got a nice lamp. Now, Jesus is saying, what would you do with that lamp? Would you put it under your bed? (laughs) Or would you put it under a basket? No, of course not. You would put it on a nightstand next to your bed so that you would be able to walk into your bedroom, flip on the lamp, and uh, be able to see everything that's going on in your bedroom so you don't trip over your shoes. My husband gets mad at me because I leave my shoes on the bedroom floor and he can't see them in the middle of the night. (laughs) But anyway, that's the purpose of a lamp is to make sure that you're not going to trip over anything and that you can see everything that's going on in your house. Jesus kind of compares us to a lamp. He says that we are basically the light. We are a lamp. And he says that um, 
Nothing is supposed to be hidden. So in other words, if you are a light or a lamp, you're going to shine. That means that everything that you believe, the truth that you believe of the Bible, if you're a Christian, is going to shine out to the world. It's not going to be hidden. And after all, that is the purpose of a lamp is to shine. So God calls us to shine our lights, if that makes sense, to the world and teach the truth to other people. And he says that nothing was uh, made in secret, but that it should come to light. So we are supposed to tell people everything. We are supposed to shine light in the darkness. So I actually switched over to the AMP version here to uh, give more understanding to this last verse. It says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. So I like that a little bit better than uh, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. Because I think sometimes we we look at that and we're just like, yeah, we're listening. But I think um, it's, it's more than just listening. It's actually applying what Jesus is saying. So how can we apply this first parable? Well, the first parable is all about shining the light. So as Christians, we need to uh, apply this parable by shining our lights. And this doesn't necessarily mean by going around and sticking flyers in people's mailboxes or knocking on doors to get people to come to your church. But this is more of um, like a day-to-day thing where you go to your job and somebody looks at how you respond to a negative incident and you respond better because you have the truth and people will look at that and see your light shining where you're not responding in a certain way by spreading gossip or doing anything else like that but you're you're responding in a biblical way to something that's negative people look at that and they're like I wonder why he responds or she responds differently. So that is, I think, what Jesus is talking about here by shining your light. It's not necessarily going out and forcing people to come to your church, but it's just the day-to-day things where you're living out the Bible in normal situations. You're living out the Bible and people are looking at that and wondering why you have a different uh, response to certain things than other people do. So now he talks about the parable of the seed. And he says in verse 26 that the kingdom of God is like a man who throws seeds on the ground. And he goes to bed at night. And all of a sudden, the next day, he's got a little shoot coming out of the ground where he spread that seed. How it does this, the farmer doesn't know. So we can't see what's happening under the ground when we plant the seed. And as someone who enjoys gardening, I am also uh, flabbergasted every single year when I plant this tiny little plant and all of a sudden it grows into this gigantic uh, bush, basically. <laughs> I planted tomatoes this year. I planted cherry tomatoes and um, I plant planted one bush and it is huge now. It started out as this little measly thing and I took it out and planted it in my soil and now all of a sudden it is so big. I put, I want to say I put like eight stakes in that one particular plant to, to hold it up. It kept falling over. It got so big and uh, it's growing so many tomatoes. I can't even keep up with it. It's just perplexing to me how this tiny little thing can grow into something so huge. And we can't see what's going on under the soil. We just have to trust that the process is happening and that the uh, the plant is going to grow properly. 
So that's kind of what Jesus is talking about here when he says that the farmer basically plants the seed, but God takes care of the rest. God does the work of growing that little seed and making it into a plant. So this is kind of where we get that um, that saying, you know, plant the seed. And what that means is all we have to do is just talk to somebody about something and God does the rest. We are the ones who plant the little seeds in somebody's heart by giving them little nuggets of truth of the Bible. And then God is the one who works on them after that. So I think the the message of this is don't worry when it seems like it's taking forever for a person to grow. Because some plants really do take a long time to grow. <laughs> like, for example, if you plant a fruit tree, it takes several years for that fruit tree to actually grow fruit, depending on uh, which fruit tree you plant. And it's, so sometimes it just takes a while for people to grow. But God is the one who is working on them the entire time. All we can do is our job which is to plant the seed in the first place. Then we just let God take care of the rest. So I just realized I missed a whole parable. <laughs> well, not a parable, but a uh, extension of the last parable, the parable of the lamp. So in verses 24 and 25, uh, Jesus says to the people, he says, pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. That is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond. So as Christians, we are supposed to study God's word and we are supposed to apply it to our own lives, which is kind of what Jesus was talking about with the, um, with the lamp and shining the light. And even actually with the parable of the seed, these both correlate with this, but as Christians, we're supposed to study the word. And Jesus says that the level of understanding that we choose to have, and I like that word, choose, because we can choose to study God's word more and to gain more knowledge and more understanding of God's word. So if we choose to study God's word and we choose to study it a ton and gain that knowledge of understanding, God is going to give us even more knowledge and understanding, and it's going to be given to us even more. The AMP translates as um, we will be given even greater ability, ability to respond. So say somebody has a question about the Bible and asks us a question. We will gain that ability to respond very quickly to that question that this person has, and we'll be able to answer their question right then and there. Now, that's not always going to be the case. There are some questions out there that we just don't know and we will not be able to figure out because only God has all the answers. But rather than not being able to give them an answer right then and there, we can potentially be able to give them an answer and that will grow their faith and their understanding as we have the knowledge and answers and understanding of these passages of scripture. So it's important that we, um, that we study God's word so that when somebody does ask us a question, we can respond to them and that will help them 
grow in their spiritual faith. And like I said, this applies both with um, with the parable of the lamp and also the parable of seed, because both of those are talking about a Christian going out and spreading God's word to people who may not understand it. So a way we can apply this is we need to gain knowledge First and foremost, we have to read the Bible ourselves because if we read it, we can help other people understand it better. And that's part of the Great Commission as well, which is to go out and teach the gospel to everybody. What Jesus says before he ascends into heaven, we first and foremost need to study it ourselves because if we don't study it, how can we possibly teach it? How could we possibly help somebody who might be going through questions and confusions about God when we don't have the answers ourselves? So it is important to dig into the word, not just for our own spiritual growth, but we don't know who is going to be put in our area. We don't know who God is going to put in front of us that needs help, that has questions that we might be able to respond to. So it's not just for us that we're reading the Bible, but it's also so that we can teach other people as well to read the Bible and to understand themselves. Now, Jesus uh, says here in verse 25, though, whoever has a teachable heart give him more understanding to him more understanding will be given and whoever does not have a yearning for the truth even what he has will be taken away from him so it's important for us to want the truth not just what we think we want not what we think we believe Jesus to be but what the truth really is and uh, but it says that if a person does not yearn for that kind of truth even what he has will be taken away from him. So it's important for us to yearn for the Bible and for that biblical truth. Now, the last parable here is the parable of the mustard seed. And he says that how should we picture the kingdom of God or what parable should we use to illustrate it and explain it? So in other words, the kingdom of God is huge. There's so many parables that could describe it. But Jesus says that it is like a mustard seed when it is sown or in other words, when it is planted, even though it is tinier than all the other herbs that are sown like that, it says that when the seed is sown, it grows up and becomes huge. It becomes larger than all the other garden herbs. And it's so large that it puts out these large branches and that the birds of the sky make nests in it and live under its shade. Now in Matthew, we also talked about this parable. And one thing that I'm going to reiterate is that I think there's two meanings to this parable. I think first and foremost, it means that the church or the kingdom of God is going to be so big that it's going to shelter people. That when you, <laughs> you know, when I go to church, I become very um, excited. I get really happy and my cares kind of just go away. I really enjoy church and it really is a shelter to me, if that makes sense. So that is I think one of the things Jesus is saying with this parable is that it does become a shelter. Now, the other thing, and I don't know if I fully believe this or not, but another way that this is translated is when the birds of the sky are able to make nests and live under its shade. This is describing um, people who come into the church who are false teachers. Because in the parable of the man sowing the seed that we talked about with Shay and Michelle on Thursday... The birds were actually the evil ones that came and plucked the seeds away and um, and stuff like that. So when Jesus is saying this, it's possible he was also saying that the church is also going to be home to some false teachers and some false 
people that come into the church to spread havoc and to destroy. And we do know that the church has caused a lot of issues in its day. I mean, I know so many people who come from really weird churches, and I'm one of them myself, actually. I have a kind of a checkered church history myself. And, you know, the the church has done so much damage, but it's done a lot of good as well. So this could be also what Jesus is saying, that even though the church uh, is, is a good thing and can shelter people and can help, and it grows big and strong, it doesn't mean that certain people aren't going to come in and try to destroy the church and try to make uh, people look at the church as if it's an evil thing rather than it being a good thing, something that God ordained. So, I, I mean, I think that is a logical explanation for it. I'm not actually sure what this parable really, really means, but I do know that uh, the church is a shelter to many people, including myself. And it does say in the Bible that fellowship is a fantastic thing. It's a good thing and it builds people up. So Jesus could just be talking about that as well, how um, the church builds people up. But anyway, it says here with in verse 33 to conclude that uh, with many parables, Jesus spoke to the crowds as much as they were able to hear and understand it. So the people were able to hear and understand what Jesus was saying. But they had to think about it. They had to think about what Jesus was saying and uh, gain that kind of understanding. But it says that when he was privately alone with his um, disciples, he explained everything to them in a lot of detail. So he really made sure his disciples understood everything he was saying with these parables because they are his disciples. They're the ones that are going to continue his ministry once Jesus has ascended up into heaven. So friends and faithful listeners, this was Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 34. If you liked this episode, please uh, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and also write a review. That'd be very helpful to me and to the podcast if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts and uh, rate it five stars as well. And also share it on your social media platforms. But friends, also I um, have a brand new design in the t-shirt shop. I've been gushing about this design for a little while and I'm very excited about it. And uh, I'm going to be showing you guys some great pictures of it very soon. But it is up on the website to um, to purchase and to look at. And if you want to, buy one for yourself. Support P40 Ministries in that way. But friends and faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Happy listening and God bless.